Welcome to the Innovation World Podcast, your go-to source for all things innovation, invention, and entrepreneurship. Our website is www.innovationworld.org. Welcome to the Innovation World Podcast Series. My name is Julie Shively, and I am the founder of the Innovation World and the co-founder of the Global Innovation Field Trip. And I'm here with our co-host, Jake Mendelson. Jake, why don't you tell Yes, my, Where you well, are. my name is Jake Mendelson, and I am in Connecticut in the United States, and I have been working with Julie for almost three years now, and uh, it's been very exciting doing all kinds of wonderful things, and the most exciting part is I get to talk to some really creative young people, and uh, that's always exciting, and I think that's one of the things we're going to be doing today. Yeah, before we do that... Um... I want to cover just a, a couple things. We just finished our um, July Global Innovation Field Trip about a month ago, and real excited for the October 14-15 Global Innovation Field Trip. We call them GIFs, and it will be our 15th, I think, our 15th gift yeah. in October, and that's a 24-hour online multi-country celebration of young innovators across the world and it's a lot of fun if you know a young innovator um, or are a young innovator and you're interested in presenting your innovation story on the gift in october all you have to do is go to globalinnovationfieldtrip.org and click on the sign up to be a presenter button if you have any questions, you can just write to globalinnovationfieldtrip at gmail.com and we'll be happy to answer any questions you have. And we look forward to seeing you at the next gift. Jake, I know you have a program coming up too. Well, yes, but before we drift into that, let me just back up a little bit for the Global Innovation Field Trip. That's run four times a year. So we are recording this now in August of 2023. But if you are listening to it sometime later, like after August 2023, there's another event in, in January and another event in April and another one in July. So anytime throughout the year that you're listening to this in any year, you have an opportunity to, uh, to join this wonderful program. And Julie, one more thing. What does it cost for a student to participate in this global innovation field trip? You're muted. You're muted. You're still muted. <laughs> Thank you. It costs the same thing for somebody to participate as a presenter as it does to be a listener of the show, which is nothing. We don't charge anything for it. We just work hard to promote youth innovation across the world and get as many people involved as we can. And at that event, school will have started, at least in the United States, um, for everybody. And so it's a great way to also for teachers to kind of integrate innovation into your classroom. Pick a couple of those videos to for the students to watch and to learn and to inspire them to get started. All right, Jake, so your challenge that you have coming up. Well, actually, yes. So, so what happens is there are some wonderful programs going across the United States and, and other countries also where they are having student innovators, um, the students who've created an app or a prototype or even just to have an idea. Um, and then when they do well at their national event, they're done. There's nowhere else to go. So what we've created is the Global Innovation Challenge, and it is the next step. So if you are if you have done something or if you're interested in doing something, this is a great opportunity for you. The deadline for registration is uh, September 10th, 
2023. And this, you need to log on and get information about what exactly is required. And I think though, that the students who are presenting later on today in this podcast will be part of that. Isn't that correct? I'm not positive, Jake, on that one. I don't but I did, want, I did want to mention the website to get information for your Global Innovation Challenge is inventfuture.global. Eventfuture.global. Yeah. You'll see okay. a link to that and you can get all that information. Wonderful. Thank you. Okay. So I think that it's time to introduce these handsome young men standing in front of us. We can see them. You cannot. And they have shirts on that match that say Team Eganator on them. So it's very interesting. And I can't wait for you to learn more about what they're doing. I know that one of them is. Gabriel and one of them is Dylan, but I don't know who is who. So why don't you young men introduce yourselves, tell us either how old you are or what grade you're going into in about a month and um, tell us where you're from and then go right in and talk about your program and or your product. And we will ask you a few questions along the way or when you're finished. And use your loud voices since you're a little bit back from the from the computer. So I'm Dylan. I'm Gabriel. We are third graders going into fourth grade. We go to Liberty Tree Elementary School in Powell, Ohio. And we're Team Eganator. And, and so the reason we chose this problem is because my family likes to cook together a lot. And my brother tried to crack an egg with us and it exploded all in his face. The problem we're seeing here is little kids and people with disabilities can't crack eggs without having a problem. So the existing product, you, there's two handles and you have to squeeze them together. It's hard for little kids and people with disabilities to do that. With the eggonator, you can just drop an egg, it'll hit the screws and crack, and the screen will keep the eggshell from going through. So the materials we use for PVC, a Pringles can, a screws, duct tape, a scrape, not a PVC pipe, a PVC pipe joint, and eggs, of course. So our first prototype is a Pringles can. We put screws through it. So when the egg hits the screws, it cracks open. Then we use a knife to cut off the bottom, and we put a screen there. And, and we use duct tape to hold it all together. And when the shell hits the screen, the yolk goes through the screen without any extra opening. In prototype number two, it's a little bit bigger than prototype number one. Um, and it has a little bit less screws. The egg will still crack and in prototype number two, it's easier to take the eggshell out of the Pringles can. And both number one and two are not reusable. And they're, other than that, they're the same thing. Prototype number three, it's made out of a PVC pipe. And it has a PVC drain at the bottom that we put together on it. And when you drop the egg, it hits the drain. It cracks open and the yolk goes through the drain but it's not as wide, but it's taller. Since it's not as wide, it touches the side, so it takes a couple times to break. And then when it breaks, 
a lot of yield doesn't come out. And pro tip number four, use a PVC pipe and a PVC joint. We put the PVC pipe and the PVC joint together. And then, so when you drop the A through, it'll hit the joint and it'll come through. But the, the joint is a little bit smaller, so they connect together. PVC joint connects through the bottom of the smaller. So it keeps the eggshell from going through and the yolk comes through. And you can cook your egg like that. And it's really fast and efficient. Yeah, since prototype four is so good, we'd sell it for around $10. But the existing product is around $16. We'd sell it online or at Target, Walmart, Kroger, all these places like that. So that's why the Eggonator is an easy way for little kids and people with disabilities to crack eggs without having problems. And that's why we chose this problem. Very good, very good. Now I have, you know, I one of the first things you said is little kids can't crack eggs. Well, I'm not a little kid, and I can't crack eggs very well at all. So it, and I, and I'm not disabled, except that I'm disabled in cracking eggs, I guess. So um, I would expand that to say lots of other people have problems cracking eggs too. So question for you is by the time if the fourth iteration is is your final one, yes. Is that the one you have right now is your fourth one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you put the egg in there and it drops down and hits that joint and cracks, does the yolk break or does the yolk stay together? So you could the, do like, I'm sorry? The yolk will come through the bottom into your pan, but the eggshell stays up. Like it was like this. The, the, the eggshell will stay like in this little cup where like the um, PVC pipe is a little bit bigger. So the eggshell will stay here. Okay. It will leave the egg yolk out. And your, um, your yolk does not break apart. So if you like want it specially, you could like put a we could like put a blade there and it could be like retractable so you could like move it out of the way so if you wanted the yolk cut up it could just slide into the blade and then your yolk would be cut up no but i was hoping it wouldn't be i would was hoping it wouldn't break because i like fried eggs and you usually don't break them so that's really interesting that you're able to create an iteration that allowed the yolk to stay whole so how many eggs got murderized in the making of this innovation. <laughs> How many eggs did you have to practice on to get this all right? Like, like around 50. <laughs> That's a lot of eggs. Like national, we did some during our state. We did some at the, the Ohio State College. We, we used a lot of eggs. Like, yeah. All right, so the, the engineer and Jake probably has a question ready about, about what you created. Well, yes, thank you, thank you. I, I wanna tell you, I'm very, very impressed by what you've done, but um, what really impresses me is the fact that you kept on 
working on this prototype one prototype two prototype three prototype four that's fantastic okay but i have a question when you were working with the prototypes were how were you able to discover what was wrong and how to fix it and how to make it better so we were trying to like when we dropped the egg through we would look through the top how it would go through and through the top we'd see we, how we would make different adjustments and if it was cleanable or not and different things. Yeah, because like when we did our first prototype at the beginning, we dropped an egg and it like didn't crack immediately. So we knew we had to apply more force and we tried to clean it out and the eggshell got stuck in because of how many screws we put in. So for the second one, we made a lot less screws and we made it taller so it applies more force and it broke a lot better. So how tall is it now? You said you, you made it taller. How tall is it? The first prototype is like this tall and the other. This is a recording, so you have to tell me in inches because they can't see your hands. Uh, 2.1 inches. 2.1 inches? 12 inches. Oh, 12 inches. Okay. And how do you clean it? So or don't you clean it? So just break it apart and then you wash it with dishwasher soap and then it'll be clean. You put it back yeah, in. Yeah, but don't do that with the first or the second. Do it with the third and the fourth. Yeah. Yeah, those Pringle cans will just fall apart, won't they? So if you if you manufactured these, what would you make them out of? Would you stick a PVC pipe or would you would you pick something different that might be machine washable? Dishwasher washable. I think we would pick something different. Kind of like, kind yeah, of like so we can make it improve. Yeah. I wonder if they, you know, I know a lot of baking things are made now with the silicone, but that's kind of flexible. I wonder if there's a non-flexible silicone type thing you can use, because then you can just pop it in the top of your dishwasher every time you're done with it. That would be really nice. Okay. What other improvements have you thought about making? Um... Joint sometimes comes apart a little bit, so we thought about making it a little bit more secure. And then what I said on your first question that you asked, if you want your yoke cut, then we could like put a blade there, and make it retractable, and make our own logo also. Yeah, and spray paint it with different colors. Oh. Yeah, that would be interesting. So what about duck eggs? or quail eggs, bigger eggs, do you think you might make a larger apparatus, like wider for somebody who had, I don't know how big those eggs are. I just know they're bigger than normal chicken eggs. Yeah, yeah. You saw some bigger PVC pipes that would probably fit those. Yeah. I, I have a question. Um, do you go to school? Not right now, but generally, right? Yeah. Okay. Have you taken this to your school and showed it to the people who work in the cafeteria? No, not the people that work in the cafeteria, but we've showed it at school. Well, but here's here's my suggestion. You were talking about this is a great invention for, for young people and, and uh, elderly people and people with disabilities. But in a school cafeteria, when they're making some lunches or, you know, they're cracking not five or 10 eggs, they're cracking 100 eggs, 200 eggs, and they need something that is easy and fast. 
And this might be something they might be interested in trying. You might have to pick not a school cafeteria because most of them around here don't make much of the things fresh anymore, I don't think. But that same thing would relate to, you know, one of your parents or neighbors or teachers or somebody knows somebody that works at a restaurant. And you definitely want to get it in front of people who have to crack eggs all day. I just don't think they do it at the school anymore. Yeah, yeah. one of our neighbors had a really big tumor. It was so big she got on the news like the other day because she was going to New York. And we should give that to her because she's in a wheelchair because of how big that tumor was to help her Yikes. crack. Yeah, that's fantastic. Fantastic. So I know you didn't try ostrich eggs and great big huge eggs, but will it work for medium, small, extra large eggs? Mm, if we make it bigger. Yeah. We're going to improve and try to make it bigger. So the ostrich eggs are Yes. So what about the, right now you could buy small, medium, and large chicken eggs. So, Will, have you tested it in a variety of sizes of just chicken eggs? Yeah. Yeah. And it works okay for all those sizes? Yep. Yeah. So, how did you two end up working on this together? We were on the bus, and Gabriel wanted to work with one of our other friends, but they live in a different neighborhood, and our rules were they have to live in your neighborhood. So we ended up working together because we were talking on the bus about this. And yeah, we told each other about our ideas. So someday you can tell people you solved the world's egg problems riding a school bus back when you were in third grade, right? Yeah. 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 Very cool. So um, do you think you guys will invent other things together now that you've worked together once? Yeah. yeah. We'll make our own company. and. Once we make our own company and make our logo, we're going to get money and make our money to make more new inventions. Great. That's wonderful. So um, something that I like to ask people or ask kids specifically um, on these podcasts is if you could invite anybody in the whole world to go to lunch with you, that you'd either want to just enjoy time with them or learn from them or whatever, who would you guys pick to go to lunch with? Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein, what a good pick. Why would you pick Albert Einstein? Because he's so smart. I like I like to know who his parents were in his childhood. I want to ask him like math questions on how smart he is. And yeah, I just want to like talk with him. Nice. Yeah, I pick somebody like Thomas Edison. So we could like learn about different things that they learned about. So we so that would help our inventions. Yeah. Sounds like you might have something to teach them too, because I'm pretty sure they hadn't come up with an eggonator yet. Not back then. Thanks. So one more thing I wanted to cover before we um, wrapped up is I understand that you recently um, were one of the top innovators in the national U.S. national innovator challenge is that right yeah yeah how did that feel it felt good awesome. yeah, really good we both kings island and we have lots of fun yeah we won 
the funny part is we didn't win anything out of state one and we won one award out of nationals and guess what that award was what for relentless refinery which means best change Changing. Which because we only had two prototypes out of state and two more out of nationals. Nice. Great. You guys have done really well. I can't wait to see what you decide to innovate next. And I hope that you're you will consider coming to the October 1415 Global Innovation Field Trip and sharing. It'd be just like what you did today, except people will be able to see you because it's not a podcast, it's a live stream video, and they'll be able to see you from all over the world. We have about 61 countries that participate in that. And it doesn't cost you anything to do it. All you guys have to do is have your parents sign you up if you want to, and you pick a 15 minute spot somewhere in that 24 hour event and, and come share even more. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank yes. you. Stick with us for just a minute. And thank you for your time today. And just to wrap up again, those of you who would like to join the Global Innovation Field Trip October 14-15, it begins at noon on Saturday the 14th Eastern U.S. time and runs all the way through, through noon on Sunday. And it is anywhere from about 60 to 85 innovative presentations from students across the world. So, you know, wherever you are you can learn from somebody else and it's just a really great way to do it and to be inspired about what young people are doing around the world and then also um, if you haven't already looked into the global innovation challenge please do so by going to inventfuture.global and look to see if your country is participating and if they're not reach out to the email address on the website and say we want to participate and jake mendelson will help you do that absolutely absolutely any last words, Jake? No, no, this is very exciting, but uh, unfortunately I'm hungry now. I'm going to go home and, and make some eggs. <laughs> well, don't get the shells in your eggs, okay? <laughs> Thank you so much, Eggonator team. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today for the Innovation World podcast. Innovation World is your go-to source for all things innovation, invention, and entrepreneurship. Our website is www.innovationworld.org.